Hi, this is Femi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. I first want to send you guys a bunch of love, light, and support from afar. Know that you are in this fight, whatever the fight may be in your life, you are in this Space. You are in this particular moment for a reason. And there is something in the moment that you are supposed to learn. You are supposed to take from this and you are going to become better for it. Um, we don't know what's ahead. We have no idea what's ahead. And this is not a place for predictions. This is a place where I give you encouragement. I give you inspiration. I let you know from a practical and logical sense, as well as an emotional intelligent, emotionally intelligent space, what is occurring. And I mix it with a bit of astrological aspects. As you know, astrology is astrology and astronomy is my thing. I love it. And you can never know too much about it. You can never learn too much about it. You can never have all of the answers. There are so that it's so complex and there are so many different intricate details to the astronomy world as a whole. So, um, this is a journey as well. So just know that I do utilize different parts, but this is not a space for predictions. This is not a space for me to predict. Now I will let you know that God does use me as you guys have confirmed many, many, many times. Um, and I am very much aware of how there are certain gifts that people have. There are certain um, specific journeys that people are on. And so I am able to spiritually advise what is occurring or what is about to happen. And this is how I have been able to help so many people, but not in a way of I can read your future. More so is utilizing the tools and the information that I have from astrology, astronomy, my spirituality, um, common sense and practicality, my logic, sociology and psychology, using all of that together to assist with the navigation of whatever it is that I am helping someone through. And so that is why um, so many of you have been attracted to my aura and I'm very grateful for that. I'm very thankful for that. Um, we are definitely in a time right now that is very critical to our inner world being rebirthed. And as you guys know, I spoken about this so many times. I continue to speak about this because it is the real thing. It is not a joke. And I attempted to begin to prepare you guys all the way in uh, beginning of September, October of last year, because that's when the massive shifts began. They started to come. They started to, um, the, as the planets were definitely aligning in certain ways, there were different tensions uh, occurring. And I know that a lot of people don't understand that language. And, um, that's why I try to put it in a space where people can understand it and practical sense. And a lot of times I feel like I'm repeating myself, but it's saying it in different ways so that people can understand on the level of their own comprehension and not feel like they are out of the loop because they don't understand the language I may be using. So there have been a lot of things that have been occurring for months now where we are currently in going into this new space, this new earth, this new, and yesterday was earth day. Today's the first day of Ramadan. So hello to everyone who is celebrating Ramadan. I'm wishing you all the best. And I am um, completely supportive of your journeys as you are 
entering into this moment of uh, appreciation and solitude and spirituality focus, okay? Um, there's been a lot of things that have been happening and we're going into this space. Earth Day, is it was so beautiful because it was such a beautiful day. It started off kind of cloudy, like it was gonna rain, but it was so beautiful to see how significant yesterday was. It was the 50th anniversary of Earth Day and it just is amazing how everything is transforming both globally, climately, as well as in a human form. People are changing and the truth of people is being revealed. And whether you like what you see or not, it matters not. It is just needed to be revealed. We're seeing where people's intentions are. We're seeing, as I, st as I stated, 2020 is all about the veil. It's all about it being removed. It's all about being seen for the truth of who you are and not the illusions that you want to present. And that is what we're seeing in so many parts of our lives. We're seeing that in politics. We're seeing where people's agendas are. We're seeing where people's mind is. We're seeing where people's focus is most. And that is really a beautiful thing, even though it's disheartening to see how people think and to see how people have lived their lives in this selfish um, type of way. It's a dog eat dog type of way. And it's so uh, disheartening to know that, wow, like so many people live that way. But the truth and the beauty is that they cannot live that way going for, forward and survive. They're entering into a new space. We're entering into a new life. And even if that is who you are, who you are will not suffice in the new world. And so therefore you're going to be massively uncomfortable. You're going to be completely disadvantaged. You're going to feel like the world is on your shoulder and you're, you're literally crumbling because you will be because you and your thoughts and your negativity and your, your cold heart and your selfishness and your greed, all of that is going to drown you. And then you're going to look for help and no one will be there because you will be reaping the seeds that you've sown. And this is a very, very testy thing. And I know that, but I'm going to say it anyway. People don't like to understand and admit that even though you sow seeds, sometimes the seeds that you sow, you don't even get to harvest. You don't get to appreciate the harvest. You don't get to receive that harvest, good or bad. Sometimes it starts, that's where the generational things come in. It goes from you. Now you're feeding those that are connected to you. And so those that are connected to you are feeding off of that. Those that are energetically inclined to be connected to you are also feeding off of that. So you are breathing more of this toxicity and it's going to kill you in a massive way. And that comes in the form of so many different things. It could come in the form of your family being in a place of poverty. It can come in your health being um, attacked. It could be in your relationships constantly failing, your children rebelling, you having to deal with addictions and different toxicities. Now we know that regardless to the path that you choose in life, there are always gonna be hurdles and those hurdles are meant because you're needing the dark in order to understand and appreciate the light of who you are. So the duality is necessary. However, there's a difference when you're reaping your wrath and you're really reaping the harvest of your seed sowing. There's a difference. There's a difference. So people have to be aware of that and they have to understand that. And we're entering into this season of retrogrades, which is forcing us into a moment of reflection 
even more stillness and solitude. And the silence is so freaking loud that that alone can kill you. And so we're in this we're in this space. We're fresh out of this um, Aries energy. We still it has a little bit lingering on, but we are for the most part in Taurus season, which is a grounded, sensual, very aesthetic, heightened senses type of energy. And then you're going to enter into. We just came up off the the full moon, a new moon in Taurus. And that's a beautiful energy. It's, it's deeply penetrating, but it is definitely um, being felt. It's also sowing seeds, penetration of what is coming. And now we are about to, we are literally two days away from Pluto's retrograde. And as you guys know, Pluto is the, um, it's the smallest planet and the slowest, slowest planet. And it literally, is about rebirth. It is all about transformation. It's all about death. It is all about digging up the debris of the inner world and reorganizing and reestablishing what that is and then replenishing yourself with what's needed to sustain the better parts of it so that it can continue to grow. And so we are entering into the retrograde which is not going to feel like much different than Pluto feels on a normal because it is already a very slow moving planet. So it's just going to be a slightly deeper penetration of what you currently are feeling and what area of your life is currently being transformed internally. And this is going to last from the 25th until October 4th, give or take, because we have a two week shadow in, in post shadow and pre shadow every time we have planets going in retrograde, including Mercury. So within the next two weeks, we're going to have three planets that are going to be retrograding. The first being Pluto, which is about rebirth, transformation and death. And then you have Saturn. Now we know what, pla- what Pluto and Saturn feel like. Saturn is already in Aquarius, okay? Saturn has been in Capricorn since January the 12th with Pluto being in Capricorn. And they both are going to retrograde in Capricorn ultimately. Saturn is going to start off since it's already in Aquarius. It's going to retrograde in Aquarius. And then it's going to switch back to Capricorn. And so it'll be a resurgence and a reminder sort of of the beginning stages of what 2020 felt like, looked like and began to unravel. So it's a review of what has taken place within the last few months of your life. Saturn is a planet that is about structure. It is about discipline. It is about organization and authority. It is about creating the fundamentals to sustain the foundation. So it is the disciplinarian. It is the one that is very stern. It is the one that's very authoritative. And so you can feel like you are battling with yourself. You're battling with what someone is wanting you to do, what you are needing to do, what it is that is politically correct for you to do, or what it is that feels right for you to do on a soul level. So there is a battle of not head and heart, but head and practicality. It's almost like, you know, the heart, we, that's with Venus. So we're not, we're, that is coming on the 13th of May. But right now I'm speaking about the Pluto and Saturn. So with Pluto and Saturn, you have this 
heart is head over practicality type of thing. It's like, I'm logically thinking this through, but how does this practically make sense? And you're having to put them both together. There is disruption when that occurs because the disruption is happening because you want to go one way, but the way that you're designed to go is another way. And so there's a tug award, there's a tug and pull, and there is resistance naturally built because these are two planets that are opposing each other. Saturn is going to be retrograding in Capricorn and retrograding until September the 29th. So from April 25th to October 4th, two weeks post shadow afterwards, you're going to have Pluto doing its thing, which is no different from what Pluto has already been doing because Pluto has been very, very active since January. And then you have Saturn that is going to be retrograde from May 11th all the way to September 29th of 2020. And then it's going to go direct in Aquarius again till 20 in December, 2020 until 2023. And so this is a lot of Saturn and Pluto energy in 2020. There's a lot of transformation that is happening. There's a lot of massive rebirths and a lot of death and a lot of upheaval that is occurring because it needs to, we are going into this new way of life, this new earth, this new way, the things that are happening right now, no one of this generation could have ever felt like it would ever happen. No one ever thought that the world would literally stop. No one ever thought that it was possible for everyone to be forced to be on a standstill because in our minds, everything has been go, 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 go. But people of my generation, um, we're used to this type of life because the way we grew up, the way I grew up as an 80s baby is very much so making sure that that's why this adjustment hasn't been so difficult for me because I'm already a homebody. I'm already a person who likes to be at home. I'm already a person who understands outside and going outside. And I already am very uh, cautious about how I clean and my hygiene and things like that. So I am pretty much aware and accustomed to this way of living. But when you are in a um, generation where you are used to living a free spirited open everything is all for all type of life i am a free-spirited person but there are there are um even though i'm free-spirited there's still levels to that right there's still levels to that because i have structure and i'm used to structure and i operate when i have some sort of structure and so it doesn't hurt me to be still it doesn't bother me to be in my home because i love my home I, I, as a cancering, I value stability in my home. My home is my solitude. So that is my place where I want to be. That is a place I'm comfortable being because that is my aura. That is my place of peace. So we're in this space where we're having to rebuild our lives in a way that for many is uncomfortable because it is being, you're being forced to be or do something that you do not want to do. You're being forced to operate in a way that you do not feel comfortable doing. And that is all Saturn and Pluto is doing. It's dismantling your norm. It's dismantling any parts of any system, whether it be globally or in your personal life that don't work. Okay. So then That's on May 11th. So April 25th, again, Pluto goes retrograde. May 11th, we have Saturn going retrograde. And then we have Venus 
Venus, Venus, Venus. Venus is not retrograding in Capricorn, but Venus is retrograding in Gemini. And Gemini is all about, even though it's an air sign, it is all about the duality of self. It is all about communication. It's all about the freeness of one's duality of their being, right? And so it's going to be um, retrograding from May 13th to June 25th. The day I will never forget because that is the day that Michael Jackson passed away and it is five days before my birthday. So there we go. So in 2019, we did not have any retrograde in Venus, right? Venus did not retrograde at all in 2019. So with 2020, we get ours, right? And it's going to be in an air sign. So it's all about, again, communication, duality of self, all of that, such and such. And so then... You're going to be tested in the midst of Venus, which is the planet that represents love and aesthetics and sensuality and darkness. It's a dark sensual energy as well. And it can be a free flowing, very passionate like Venus is the feminine yin. Like it is the uh, energy of very alluring type of beauty, whether it be your, your taste, whether it be what you like to indulge in your indulgence, everything that makes you feel, look or smell good, you want to do. So that is what Venus feels like. That is what Venus represents. And with Venus going retrograde in an air sign, an air sign is very energetically free and when it's in Gemini the twins there's a good and a bad which is a good and a bad to everything but there's a dark and a light to the Gemini so there's there's testing of the duality of oneself in a way that you may not do on a norm so here you are being put in this place of a cross and you're going to have to look at the duality of everything you are connected to, whether it be relationships, whether it be um, your personal relationship with yourself. How do you speak to yourself? How do you communicate with yourself? How do you represent love and what do you exude when it comes to love? What does your relationship with your family look like? What does your relationship with your kids look like? What is your identity outside of that? How do you... Um, how do you create a life within that particular element of yourself? What does that feel like? What does that look like? What is the aesthetic of it? That is what Venus is going to make us sit in because it wants us to feel love. It wants us to embrace love. It wants us to give it, but it also wants it to be healthy and passionate. And so when you're going into retrograde, it's giving you a moment to review. What have you done in your life relationship wise? What has your love life looks like? What type of toxicity has been hindering you from moving forward? So that is what Venus is going to be adding to this already very intense type of energy in retrograde season. And then finally, in May, we have our last retrograde for May, because <laughs> we're going to go Mercury is going to retrograde in June, but we're going to stick with what's coming up with the next two weeks. So then we have Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of expansion. Whatever it is connected to, it is going to expand that experience. So whether it be finances, wherever you have Capricorn in your uh, life, okay, wherever Capricorn is in your birth chart or whatever, 
Um, if you don't have your birth chart, just listen to me. Capricorn is about finances. This is about practicality. It's all about creating the structure on a way that is going to help us to be successful. Capricorn is the uh, opposite of cancer. Cancer is about the home. Capricorn is all about the world of growth when it comes to business, when it comes to finances, when it comes to um, just, it's the father of the Zodiac. And so anything that has to do with structure and discipline and authority and practicality, Capricorn is a big part of that. And Capricorn loves to be connected to Saturn because Saturn is about discipline. Saturn is about authority. Saturn is about uh, um, organization. And Capricorn is all about that as well. So they mesh really good together. But when you have Pluto in the midst of that and Jupiter, I mean, in um, yeah, in Jupiter expanding on that, whatever that already looks like in your life, it makes it bigger. It makes the emotion of it bigger. It makes the situation more intense because it is growing whatever it is connected to. Now, that is the third planet that is going to be retrograding in Capricorn. We have Pluto, we have uh, Saturn, and then you're going to have Jupiter. The only one that's not going to be in a Earth sign in, in May is going to be Venus. Venus is the planet of love. So it'll be a lot of free, a little free energy that you're going to feel that are given, make it a little bit lighter, but be very mindful with overindulging because again, Jupiter expands. So this is going to be, Jupiter is going to be in Capricorn until December. It's, it's yeah, December, 2020, right now. This is going to create um, delays. It's going to make you feel like you are not as ambitious as you would like to be. Because again, Jupiter is not direct in Capricorn as it's been. It is going to be retrograding. So it's going to be reviewing. It is going to be looking at the things that you've already expanded on. And so you may not be as ambitious. You may not be as highly energetic to try something new. This is going to be a moment where you're just sitting with what it is that you've already done. It's a review of the last six months per state in certain areas of your life. And this is going to force you to dig deeper, work on the issues that you may have been avoiding, all of the opportunities that you've been given that you have not really deviled into, or you have taken on way too much than you need. This is definitely going to impact you in a way that's going to force you to sit down, okay? But you're not gonna just be sitting and not be productive. You're gonna be very productive, but you are going to be productive at a different rate, in a different way. And then June is when you have Mercury retrograding in Cancer with immense solar eclipses and all that. So I'm not going to confuse you with that because as we get closer to that, I will, of course, give you the information that you need. But right now, in the next two weeks, it's very, very important that you understand that you are going to be in a very intense, different time astrologically. Okay. We also have a full moon that is going to come up um, in May, the first week of May, and it's going to be in Scorpio. So that's even more intense 
energy. That's even more intense um, things that are going on. But when I go over the astrological forecast for May, I will let you guys know about that part of what's coming and go more into a little bit more about the retrogrades, which I don't have to. Um, but I will go into a little bit more of it since I've already talked about it. But it's important that, you know, the energy within the next two to three weeks is going to be very different because it's going to make you slow down. But yet it's going to make you desire to be more connected in ways that you probably had not been before. And that's not a bad thing. That's a beautiful thing. So it's about embracing it, allowing yourself to embrace it and not run from it because you're afraid of what it looks like or what it feels like. Okay. Um, with all of this that is going on within Tar season, and we know that on a personal level, we are all in a lot of we don't know what's happening, right? We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening. And you could very well be, you can very well be in a moment of inner reflection right now. You're trying to, you know, work through your thoughts of lack. You're working through your fears. You're working through your insecurities. You're working through your moments of uncertainties. And it's causing you to have to come to a space where you either exude emotional intelligence or you are connected to, to someone who's already emotionally intelligent that can help you balance out those emotions because it's not a good thing to suppress them, but it's also not a good thing to allow them to just roam without a direction. You have to allow them to flow, but you have to also be willing to flow with them. And if you are not, if you're trying to rush through them, you're trying to suppress what it feels like, you're trying to repress, um, you know, what you need to step into what they what they are presenting to you to work on, then it's going to do you more harm than good. You can find yourself in a moment of very being scattered because of so many things going on in the, in the world, as well as in your personal lives and trying to figure out a new normal. You can have energy that's all over the place, unfocused, unpredictable. I'm not able to plan my day. I'm not able to plan my life. I don't have a routine. My routine has been completely warped because my life has changed. And so it's Creating a connection with yourself in a way that allows you to be grounded enough to go inside so that you can utilize your emotions and you can utilize your practicality and your logics and really get an understanding of what really matters. What is within your reach? What is it that you can control right now? What is it that you need to do to feel good right now? What is it that you need to do to bring peace into where you are right now? And that is going to force you into building up this new type of community, this new way of connecting in your relationship, this new way of communicating what you need in relationships. All of this is needed. And once you get to that, regardless to the climate right now, regardless to where we are on a global scale, we are going to be able to celebrate the growth and celebrate the commitments that you've chosen and celebrate the prosperity in the midst of the despair because that is what is necessary. That is what is required of you. It is not about this time snatching everything out of you and you and leaving you destitute. That's not what it's trying to do. What it's trying to do is clear the path and remove the noise, remove the things you don't need so that you can sit with what is and do what you need to do with that. 
And that is going to cause you to feel like I need to grieve what I'm letting go of. I need to, you know, accept that I've been hurt, accept that I've hurt people, accept that I've made decisions that have caused me to be stagnant or I have done things that I don't really I'm not proud of. So I need to be accountable for those things. I need to stand up to those things. I need to embrace the truth of who I am in all facets so that I can accept and embrace who I am. And therefore, I can also accept and embrace those that are connected to me as well. This is not something that we're just going to run through and everything is going to be peaches and cream. We're out of that that point where you can just skip through things and avoid them and pretend to be busy so that you don't have to deal with the real. No, you're having to get in this moment because you're needing to do work. And the work that you're needing to do is going to require you to be still and it's requiring you to be grounded. It's about learning to navigate in the times instead of trying to change the times so it fits you. So that is where we are. We are in a space where we are close when this full, by the time the full moon in Scorpio comes, it is like going to be a massive purge. We are, we have already been purging very, 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 very deeply. And for some of us, it feels like we're purging so much that we may not have anything left. How do we come back from all of this release? And the beauty of that is, is once you have let go you make room for what's coming in. You make room for the blessings that you've been desiring. You make room for everything that you've been praying and asking God to give you that you had not been willing to work for or that you had not noticed that he'd already given you the ingredients to create. It's like when God is telling you, you're telling God, God, I want a lemon cake. I want a lemon cake. I want a lemon cake. And he has been giving you all of the ingredients that go into a lemon cake for months now. And you're just now realizing, had you got up and looked in the kitchen, you would find everything you need to make the cake. You just didn't understand that he's not going to give you the cake cooked. He's giving you the ingredients so that you can cook it yourself. You have to do the work. So that is where we are. It's like dealing with the what was and accepting what has happened so that we can move forward to what is and what is going to happen going forward. We're exploring new areas of our life. We're creating new ways to connect. We're learning more about the people that we love the most. We're doing the soul searching. We're doing the soul um, connecting in a way that is so different. And it makes you feel vulnerable and it makes you feel seen. And people don't really like to be seen, even though they want to be seen. Because being seen means you're exposed. And... People don't really appreciate that, but that's what's needed. That's what's needed and and it's what's required. So regardless to where you are on a personal level, this is what is coming your way. If you're already in the midst of this, continue to go through. Know that it is really beautiful. It is not easy, but it's really beautiful and it's needed. And it's something that is desired on a level that you probably had not even anticipated. So allow yourself to be still, allow yourself to go within, allow yourself to dig deep and know that it's all going to work out. It's going to work out the way it should and it's going to work out the way it needs to. But you just need to stay present. Stay present. You got this. Okay. 
So this has been your daily dose of energy, guys. I hope that it gives you a little bit of perspective and it helps you to navigate with what is coming ahead within the next couple of days. Um, tomorrow is Friday. I cannot believe tomorrow is Friday. So with the um, weekend edition, I will go a little bit more. It will be officially Pluto retrograde on Sunday. So I definitely, definitely, definitely will give you guys an overview energetically of what is going to come. And I may go live on Instagram or Facebook. I'm not sure I haven't done it in about a month, but I have been um, getting a lot of questions on Instagram. I've been answering them through my stories. And so I will probably either post a video or I will be going live just to check in with everybody and let everybody know that we good. We good. Stay safe. Continue to build up your immune system. Continue to block out toxicity. Continue to release toxicity and allow the fruits of your labor to work for you. Okay? I love your freaking souls. Until tomorrow. Bye.